Hello, friends. We've missed you so much. Oh my God, it's been forever. <laughs> Have you missed us? I hope so. We've yes, we've we've missed this. This is ah, so we've we've finally come back from a long waited waited break, a long unexpected break because mm-hmm. winter holidays, sickness. Oh Lord, it's been a it's been a couple it's been a rough couple months. Yeah, but. Happy New Year. It's yes, 2018. And this is episode 68 of Revisiting Sunnydale with Camila and Marcella. If you forgot, I am Camila. I'm Marcella. This is the podcast where we rewatch and discuss each and every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know you like it. This is what we're here for. There's spoilers. Uh-huh. Also, Lots. the show is like 20 years old. Get over it. Run now if you don't like spoilers or if you just want to do that to yourself. Whatever, that's your thing. But you've mm-hmm. been warned. Uh-huh. Please like our Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale. Follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale and rate and review us on iTunes and Libsyn. And now we I've added another podcast um, format or another way to listen to it. I don't know how you guys listen to your podcasts or whatever. Apparently there's like a bajillion and one mm-hmm. places to do this. I can't say we'll ever get to all of them. Yeah, I, uh, um, we do our best. Yeah. But we're also on Player FM. So... And they have an app as well, so that's also super easy if that's how you like to do your your podcast listenings. I don't remember when this, I don't know when this episode's going to air, so we're just going to get out of the way now. Seth Green's birthday, it's February 8th. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Seth. I want to hang out with him so bad. I know. I'll play board games with him. He seems to be like doing the best out of all of them. And his wife. She's lovely. (coughs) Bless you. Excuse me. Okay, so yeah. So happy birthday, Oz. Yeah. Oh, a big old <laughs> Um, We've obviously had quite a few boxes come and go. Mm-hmm. We're not going to, we haven't been holding on to them to, nope. and hoarding them, so we're not nope. going to them all. But Marcella. Mm-hmm. I blog. It's called Hello, Marcella. So she keeps up with her unboxings mm-hmm. for the public consumption. I do not. So, uh, because that's just the way it is. Yeah. So we got some stuff to unbox today, I believe. We do. I did not bring my Geek Fuel because I've broken up with them. <laughs> and if you want, head on over to my blog to read the Geek Fuel for December. I will put January up soon. If you like geeky type of things and you read that review, there is a contest at the end of that blog post. You could mm. win some of the shit that was in that box that I didn't care for. <laughs> so go to my blog. It's msphere7338.weebly.com, and you could win stuff. Yes. What I brought today are my January Ipsy and Allure. Let's start with the tennis shoe that is <laughs> my Ipsy bag. It is a neon green, neon pink, and neon blue. It actually feels like the it top does. of a tennis shoe. It does. It's got a little shoelace uh-huh, on the Little shoelaces on the zipper. And again, my ever constant problem with the ipsy bags is when the zipper does not meet the end of the fabric (laughs) means that i cannot put a brush in this bag oh god so we've got i will conquer i guess this is supposed to be your little statement for 2018 i will conquer blank so they do this now i guess well no i never i hardly ever look at the inserts in these bags i just i don't have time for it (laughs) and it has nothing that i really want to talk about oh wow okay so just a whole bunch of same old same old same old same old lots of lots of little things first we've got a eye artist eyeshadow by absolute new york 
And it's a pretty little, like, creamy, mauve brown. It's on my eyes. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, it is pretty. Mm-hmm. It's, like, light. Yeah. yeah, it's just, like, a little, it's a nice little touch creamy. of shimmer. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I didn't blend it with anything else. I just put that on by itself just to see what it would look like yeah. by itself. I like it. It's, it's cute. A, yeah, it's a nice, nice. little, not, not too much. No. Just enough. If you want, just a little bit of sparkle. Yeah, just <laughs> a, little, a little shine. Nice. Next up is the NYX Lingerie in Lipley. It's a uh, number five, and it's a matte lipstick. Okay. I also have that on. Okay, that's a good and, one, too. Yeah, it's a brown, and it was kind of a pain in the butt to put on, because I started putting it on, and then I'm like, wait, where did my lips go? <laughs> Is that the under lip? Is that the part I'm not supposed to do? Ah, I fucked it up, but it's, it's, it's okay. It, it and it's good. it's matte, so it's not like sliding yeah. all over your face, but sometimes I have a problem with matte because I want to lick it all the time, because it makes my lips feel dry. yeah. Now know. it doesn't really. We've been drinking tea, and I've left a little on the not too cup, much, but not too much. Right? Not like a wet lipstick that you're going to slide all over your face. <laughs> exactly. It's like somehow I got it on my forehead. Right. <laughs> but it's actually a pretty decent size. Like it is. A, That's a full size. Yeah, it's a full size lipstick. Yeah. I like bad. it. And then we got something that I probably won't use because it's specifically Kajal Visanti Waterline Eyeliner. Okay. So it's specifically for your waterline. What does that mean? It's for your under, for your lower lash oh. on the water, like actually on your lower lid. Nope. And I can't put things there. It makes me cry. Yeah. So I I will try it as a regular eyeliner because it's a pretty decent point. Yeah. But, and it's, it's not that bad. Like I could no, probably use that as a yeah. regular, but it's smudgy as fuck. Why would they put, why would that be specific to on the under water one? Line. Yeah. yeah. Like, why would I want that on my waterline? Cause I'm going to cry yeah. and I'm going to look like. 1980s soap opera woman crying with I'm gonna be streaky uh, yeah that's not gonna be a good look <laughs> no thank you next up we have void and this is a marvelous it was a nail polish mm-hmm. that's pretty it says apply two coats so yeah it's probably some... one of those like really thin yeah. going on so it says there's no formaldehyde which is oh, that a really thing th- in my <laughs> So now do I have to worry about that right. in my nail polish? Like this one's specifically telling me it doesn't have that. So, so great. Now I got to go look and uh-huh. see like a oh, fuck. Uh, no DBP. I don't even know what that means. No tooling. Hmm? Okay. Now I got to Google ingredients in my nail polish. So not only is there no formaldehyde, but there's no formaldehyde resin as well. Well, I would hope not if there was. No, I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> and there's no camphor. I Wow. Okay. Words. Suddenly nail polish got super dangerous. Yes. Because this void, apparently void of everything, (laughs) is eco-perfected, cruelty-free, and vegan-friendly. Okay. I have questions for everybody else then. Mm -hmm. Me too. Sally Hansen. What's going on? OPI? What do you guys do? (laughs) It's cake. It's cake heavy cream. And I just want you to put some on. And rub it around. Lotion? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's gorgeous. Ooh, rich vanilla shea butter. Mm. Yeah. So put it on first. It's pretty thick. I like that. It is real thick, but it feels lovely. But I like it. And My then hands once you put it so on, so dry this winter. Smell it. Your hands smell like cake batter. It does. <laughs> wow, that's delicious. Isn't it? You're like, oh, oh my god. Oh, it smells just like cake. No, I want cake batter. Right? <laughs> Which oh I know god. you're not supposed to eat cake batter, but. Who did not lick the ba- the mixer? What are those called? Beaters. Beaters. Yes. Who didn't lick the beater? Uh, yeah, I feel like like things have, are just getting like under control, out of control. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, 
I understand you shouldn't sit and eat an entire raw cake batter. Of cake batter right. right. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to lick in the spoon. Like, right. I mean, we I'm going to lick the spoon. No, we did I'm, that a lot when we were kids. I'm going to lick all the bowl. I, I, I'm going <laughs> to lick that whole bowl. This is the one time my dog and I have something in common. Brownie bowl. Nothing. Yeah, it's like brownie batter. But I don't really care for cookie dough. No, I don't like it. I never liked um, like cookie dough flavored ice cream. Like, yeah, it's not I just know. But this. That mm. smells so good. Mm. I need a candle that smells like that. Mm-hmm. I need a body wash that smells. I wonder if this company Shampoo. It's lovely. <laughs> but it's great. Toothpaste. So, overall, <laughs> eh. Okay. I mean, eh. it, was, it was good. It's got things I like. I like nail polish. I like eyeliner. I like yeah. eyeshadow. And I like... It looks like all the things you could use except for the under eyeliner mm-hmm. thing. And I'll give it a try as a regular eyeliner, but we'll... It doesn't look like... I guess it just looks too weak. Smudgy as fuck. Yeah. So, Ipsy's $10 a month, and unfortunately what's happening with Ipsy is what's, what happened with Geek Fuel. The reason I broke up with Geek Fuel was because it was becoming a $20 t-shirt mm-hmm. a month. This is becoming a $10 makeup bag. Mm. And I've got a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them. So do I want to continue? But I really like, sometimes they're great months. Right. And I never have to buy makeup. Right. But. Do you think maybe you could just like pause for a couple months and then. Maybe. I, I kind of want to play around. I want to maybe get Sephora. The Sephora yeah. one. The Sephora Play. Uh, or okay. maybe Glossy Box. Hmm. Raven already gets BoxyCharm. And I mean, BoxyCharm is the shit. It really is. Yeah. But. Because she already gets it. Gotcha. And I don't. No. But I want to try some of the other ones. and maybe, So I might be. I may break up with Ipsy soon. Yeah. Maybe. Allure. I actually really like the Allure box just in general, so I I doubt that I'll break up with it. But this month, I seriously hate dry shampoo. I, I just can't stand it. And this is The One by Frederick Fakai. Fecky? Fakai. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a one and then some. And it's a dry, what does that even say? Texturizing spray. So what do you do? You just like spray it on and... It gives you volume and texture, I guess. Okay. These are things black girls that straighten their hair do not need. No, we're good. This is the opposite of what I'm trying to accomplish. <laughs> so that'll probably, that might be a giveaway. Yeah. You know, another eyeliner, except this is a proper eyeliner and I just haven't opened it yet. It's a radial smoky eye pen. Okay. So we will see how that works out. But I've got a ton of these too. Raven really enjoys the in-transit camera close-up. It's a mask, moisturizer, and primer in one. It's by This Works. And she really likes it. And primer, mask, Mm -hmm. and moisturizer. So I guess you put that on first before Mm -hmm. you put on your makeup. Yeah, you apply it to clean skin and massage it until it's absorbed. Hmm. And that's it. And then we've got my favorite item in in the box is the CEO Rapid Flash Brightening Serum by Sunday Riley. This is a decent sized sample. It is. Whoa. Wow. But wait, what is it? It's a brightening serum. It's supposed to make your skin glow and oh, okay. pretty and, you know, help is a all good kinds size. of things that people are in probably. <laughs> yeah, disappearance in skin makes it vital and bouncy. And... <laughs> mm-hmm. These are all things that we're going to actually have to start buying. So. Yeah, things are going to have to start wearing. The black don't crack, but it does it fade. It does a little bit. It fades. <laughs> this is the item that pissed me off the most. What is it? This is Makeup Forever Artist Liquid Matte Lip Color. Okay. What color you think this is? Red. Uh-huh. Now what color do you think it is? Red. 
<laughs> what? what color is that? Law. That's like a bark. Naked... It's bark. <laughs> it's ugly. It's mauve. It's oh, so beigey, mauvey, pink. So, I... so lame. So you're telling me, I guess, that Makeup Forever's like signature is just that they've got little red that's accents stupid. on them. No, you tricked me. Right. That's you made me think I was getting an awesome liquid matte red that I could really actually use. Right. And instead, you gave me puke. See, I don't understand why beauty boxes, they seem to have like a thing. They stay, try to say, quote, safe mm-hmm. with the colors by giving you like brown mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. muted eyeshadows and like mauve and sort of naked lipsticks. Like mm-hmm. these these subscription boxes, that's the time to like get stuff that you would uh-huh. never use. Like, yes, a red, a purple, mm-hmm. a black. Let's do something funky, new, exciting. Like your Livy and Izzy is it? Izzy and Liv? Iv and Lizzie? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Izzy and Liv. Izzy and Liv. I have been dying for you to get like a magenta right. lipstick or something. I did get. No, it wasn't them. It was another one. But yeah, I still have it. I don't think uh, they. It was the other one that was doing more makeup. I don't think they really do much makeup. Oh, yeah. It was the Onyx box. Yeah, the Onyx the box. The Onyx box that I thought you would get some really funky, like, awesome nope. colors. Nope. It's like, fine. I'll just go buy them myself Instead, and just be take done. This head wrap. <laughs> uh, so. Speaking of. Izzy, Izzy and, and Liv. Liv, also known as the Brown Sugar Box. Um, the Brown Sugar Box is uh, I've been like really in love with this. Like they've been doing really great things. You get five to six items each month for forty dollars a month, and a lot of times I've only been disappointed once on the box. Mostly everything is pretty fantastic, and um, it's always a T-shirt. And uh, so basically, it's like $90 plus value full of graphic tees, accessories, and other lifestyle products designed by and for women of color. So this is what I am here for. It's pretty so good stuff. Do you stuff. think they mean all... When, when people say women of color, I always wonder, are they specifically talking about African-American women or African women? Because I don't really see this fitting some women of... To me, women of color is a very broad statement. Right. You're right. Um, but I don't remember seeing any because I would qualify Asian women as women of color right. as well, and Latinas, mm-hmm. and you know, Indian. Yeah, and exactly. We're all beautiful women of color. Anything right. that is not pink mm-hmm. is color. Right. But this seems more geared to a very specific definition of. It does. I think. I don't know. I think it's. I think it is like really a lot more black women, mm-hmm. like for black women, because they also put out. Close to Christmas, at the Christmas, the December box, they had a book of uh, um, a listing of all these stores and businesses. Oh, I remember that, that was an awesome book. Yeah, it was just like everybody of color that owns, you know, the small businesses and stuff. And I'm pretty sure they were all black. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's also just like things. A lot of them are a lot more culturally mm-hmm. geared toward us, just like. Like, there's a lot of, like, because, you know, blacks tend to be a, a little bit more Christian-centered mm-hmm. in these things. Like, there was a t-shirt that said blessed mode on it. Or, you know, they had the pillow cover that was blessed and highly favored. And you've also got, you know, there's a lot of um, um, Maxine stuff in there. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why they just say women of color like that. Because I don't, I haven't really seen anything that would like specifically stand out to be like a little more Latina or... Right. You know, or mm-hmm. Asian or anything like that. So, yeah, that's a good question. Um, and I would like that. That would be... Yeah. 
So this box was a little bit more about relaxation, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Which we all need to do more often. Yes. So I guess it was like, welcome 2018. You need to reclaim your time. Mm-hmm. So there is a sleep shirt, which I love. Mm. It's so big and stretchy and comfy. Oh, wow. It says, wake up, pray, grind, repeat. <laughs> yes. So, you know, things like that. But I just yes. love sleep shirts. I know. It looks so comfortable. I mm-hmm. cannot wait. Um, there's also a sleep mask. That says reclaiming my time. Nice. I've never used a sleep mask before. I've had to sometimes when I'm traveling or either when I get back from traveling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can't sleep in hotel rooms. Really? I don't know why. And I'll have Just to use a sleep mask to completely darken everything out. Gotcha. And I yeah. used to have to wear one when I worked the midnight shift at Eaton Park in college. I would work midnight uh, to 6 a.m. Yeah. And, and I'd get home at the day. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But, um. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. This might come in handy for me on planes because mm-hmm. I can't sleep on a plane. I feel like people are looking at me and then I can't sleep. Uh, I don't know what it is where I can't sleep. Um, instead of putting the actual bath bomb in here, they give you like a coupon to get a free bath bomb. Rude. I know. I mean, I don't understand. Why I'm never going just... to cash that in. Nope. It's Because gonna... I'm going to have to pay the shipping and handling. <laughs> and you didn't want to. That's not fair. You're right. That's not. Um, there's a, a movie that came in this one. I think it's a documentary. It's called Generation One, The Search for Black Wealth. And um, it looks like... Hmm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to judge it just yet because it's, it's a sort of interesting topic uh, with the 2007 recession, the housing crisis, and soaring unemployment rates leaving black America's wallet trapped in the crosshairs of the United States financial... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? I don't, I don't understand. It got lost after documentary. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it looks like it was made in 2015. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll try to watch it, see what happens. Um, it's going to end up at the library. <laughs> there's a pad, a self-care plus love reclaiming my time pad that has like little sections on it that says, I have joy today because. Oh, I like it. What are you saying no to today? Mm-hmm. Self-care, five things that will bring me peace today. Uh, make a list of inspiring quotes that provide you with encouragement. So I like it. that's a cute little thing to leave on my desk at work. It is. This thing that somebody's I'm, gonna write on. Right. And like, you're right. Get, like, you, rest, you, know you wasted what? the whole sheet. This is not what this is for. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read it? Now you've ruined it. Ruined the whole damn thing. This I'm a little disappointed in. It's a, a fucking silk kimono. <laughs> hey. But that's kind of culturally different it's a kimono yeah i guess so all right so sure there's that but i doubt it's gonna fit me properly i feel like it's gonna be way too short <laughs> i feel like you have to wear it and take have dan take a photo so we can all see I just throw it on top of my regular clothes mm-hmm. i mean and plus i'm just not the kimono type like Mm-mm. silk silk robe type person yeah that's now not- you know what's gonna happen what we're talking all kinds of shit you're gonna slip that thing on and it's gonna be like Chandler taking a bath. <laughs> Dan's gonna be like Camila. You gotta, you gotta take the kimono off. No, no, never, never. <laughs> At least let me wash it. This no, is where it's I my live. Kimono. <laughs> this is where I live now. I've got to go buy more kimonos. <laughs> and then I'm gonna be on a kimono kick for the rest uh-huh. of 2018. Yep. Ugh, it's gonna be rough. Uh, and then there's this, which I. So you got three items of clothing. Yes. In this box. Yes. That's awesome. It is pretty fucking fantastic. And, and, and this is like, you know, bad, bad black woman for me, uh, because of the t-shirt, I wasn't very familiar with the image on it. It's a cool image. Like I like the artistry on there, but and I just thought, oh, those earrings. Yeah. 
first I thought it was like little Batman. I thought they were little Batmans too. I was like, well, I get it. No, like, I, I think those are earrings. Sure don't get I don't. it. But apparently, it was. It's the images of Danielle Danielle Luna, who was the first black woman to land on uh, the first black woman to cover to be on the cover of Vogue mm. magazine. Wow. So I didn't know any. I didn't know that. But then again, I don't buy vogue magazine no, I so don't. i wouldn't I really know i wouldn't know anything about I'm that not into models so no nope, it's really not my thing um except for the occasional apparently uh, top, model. No, top model tyra so <laughs> so yeah so there was a, a it was very good january um brown sugar box izzy and live you can go to izzy and and check out what they have you don't have to buy the actual box like they just sell a lot of this stuff by itself piecemeal that's nice yeah so you don't have to get the whole $40 box a month if you don't want to do that yep and so yeah so So do you have a slogan for 2018 don't fuck up (laughs) 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 mine because we had to we had to uh, on a work conference call we had to like come up with like our thing for you know what we were doing Mm -hmm. and mine is to read more oh yeah surf less oh so I spend an incredible amount of time on my iPad and my phone. Right. Doing nothing. Yeah. When I could spend that same amount of time actually reading a book on my iPad. Right. So my goal is to read more, surf less. That's a good one. I've actually been kind of trying to do that as well to uh, to read some more. I found this um, habit-forming app called like Habit Bowl, I think. And it allows you to set all these different like goals for yourself of different things you want to be doing more. And you can like it'll put reminders on there and you like keep track of how how you're doing. It could be be like, oh, I want to make sure I drink water two times a day. And then, you know, that kind of thing. Or I want to read like what. And one of the things was for me to read five pages of some at least five pages a day. Yeah. And just like, you know, uh, because I need to do that more. Because I've got so many books. books. I buy them like crazy. I've got so many books I haven't Hmm? read and I just keep buying more. Mm -hmm. And it's like if I don't buy another book for the rest of my life, I'm set. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, (laughs) I I buy things for someday. Mm-hmm. Well, some days today. Yeah, today is a someday. Exactly. Read, mm-hmm. read your shit, mm-hmm. and also, stop playing like, games. Yeah, stop. There's no nothing new has been added on Twitter or Facebook mm-hmm. that you need to see. <laughs> it's, it's just you know, I need to set li- you know people parents set limits, mm-hmm. internet limits for their children. I think I need to start doing it for myself. Right. Like yes, I'm trying to build a brand and you know, right. do a thing. So I, I, it is legitimate work. Me being on Instagram, you know. Yeah. So, but I need to set limits to it. You need to cut like it off. An at some hour point. to a day on social media is enough. Right. Read something. Yeah, I've been also read a Star Wars book. I don't care. I'm not telling yeah. you to go read like the Bible or, or go War and Peace. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> or Time Magazine. And that's another thing. I need to stop cashing in my airline miles that are about to expire on magazines I'm never going to read. <laughs> we have about twelve right now. Oh we get God. Time, Esquire, Forbes. Entertainment Weekly. Oh my God. Cosmo. Vogue. Huh. Oddly enough, but I give it to Raven. It's probably Raven. Yeah. Uh, In Style. Wow. Uh, bon Appetit. Condé Nast Traveler. Damn. Uh, money. That is a lot. I had so many United Miles that were about to just. So many miles, but not enough to get anything cool. Lame. It was like, here, get these two magazines for a thousand miles. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. <laughs> or T-Mobile's like, hey, you one of your T-Mobile rewards this week is a year-long membership to something Ugh. or magazine subscription. I'm like, all right, fine. Yes, if it's free. <laughs> 
So what do I have? A lot of toilet reading. <laughs> but you're not using it because you're on your phone. Yes. Uh. How many times have you been in the bathroom? Everybody thinks you're shitting. Right, but no. No. <laughs> I'm playing fucking Pokemon or Angry Birds. Exactly. Or I'm reading Twitter. And my feet have fallen asleep. Right. right. <laughs> it's like I don't need to be sitting on the toilet that long. Right. Most, it's just. <sighs> it happens. We yes. So be better. It's mm-hmm. basically like the gist of it. It's just trying to. Just doing it. Because sometimes. I, yeah. It's just read more. Mm-hmm. You, you got to. You got to do it. Put down the. the you got phone. one life. Yep. And you never know when it's going to be over. So just make every day the best it can be. Because exactly. you don't get to do it again. Exactly. I've also been trying to stop to like leave walking away from my phone at like eight o'clock at night or mm-hmm. something if i because otherwise i'm just mindlessly scrolling yep all right so we are here to talk about buffet goodbye iowa season four episode 14 original air date february 15th 2000 written by marty noxon directed by david solomon mm-hmm. Tension erupts between Buffy and an ailing Riley as they pursue Professor Maggie Walsh's killer, or the one where Riley goes into withdrawal and turns into a straight bitch. Yep. That's really what it's about. Mm-hmm. I love the previously on. It goes on for so long. It's like, hey guys, in case you forgot. Like, it feels like that episode, like the previously on when it just came back from hiatus, like they right. had to retell you every little bit of what's happened. It's almost like they knew that we hadn't been Mm-hmm. <laughs> been, been podcasting mm-hmm. for a minute. It's like, hey, it may, be, may have been a while since yeah. you last saw these. You're right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I did <laughs> I did need that, in fact. So the guest stars this week are uh, Amber Benson as Tara McClay, George Hertzberg as Adam, Bailey Chase as Graham Miller, Jack Stylin as Dr. Ang- Angelman. Oh, that's his name. Uh, and Leonard Roberts as Forrest Gates. Yes. Bitch. Ugh. I hate him so much. He's so stupid and gross and wrong. So Buffy is recapping for the gang how Wash had tried to kill her and stuff. <laughs> oh, girls, did she really? She really tried to kill you? Yeah, she tried to kill she me. Tried to kill me, that bitch, that bitch. Mm-hmm. And they're all just like, I don't know. It's like, no, it's true. This has happened. This is what's going on. Um, and then right away, my burn <laughs> of the week. <laughs> And she's telling all this. And uh, Spike is like, I got to hand it to you, Goldilocks. You do have a tragic taste in men. Mm-hmm. I've got a cousin. Spike has a cousin? I guess. <laughs> I love how he just randomly throws things in. How you like? Is your cousin a vampire? Because I mean, you have you an like, undead cousin? Right. Because, um, all right, sure. I have a cousin married to a whatever type of demon who has better instincts than you. Wow. That's Not rude. the last time he'll call her Goldilocks either. Right. Also kind of rude, particularly considering where y'all end up. Right. Uh, may have been burned on yourself. It is a burn on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So this whole recap is going down. Mm-hmm. And um, let me see the Adam. It's Adam's big day out. It is. He's stepped outside and he's roaming around. What am I? Mm-hmm. He comes yeah. across a little boy. He unfortunately comes across a little boy. Right. Is that? Happen already? Yeah, no, I guess it's... Uh, I think it does happen pretty 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 soon. So what I'm trying to figure out, I don't remember, is Adam an acronym or is it just his name? I don't think they ever tell us. Okay. Mm. I don't think they ever tell us, but it's, yeah, so Adam is out and about and he's strolling around and then we got our credits. Okay. And we come back to Giles. The gang has decided it's best to go into hiding and they're going to do that at Xander's. 
Giles is like, nah, uh-uh. Which is your... That's my burn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because he is uppity and cranky and he does not want... He's like, absolutely not. I will not squat in that dank hole. <laughs> and Spike says, what? It was good enough for me, but you're above it all? Precisely. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Which I would like... Which I'd like to point out. Um, Giles... If you are, in fact, above it all, why didn't he take his grown ass to a hotel? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Y'all could have checked in to wherever Faith lived. Right. Nobody goes there. Nobody's going to check there. There's too much screwing going on. <laughs> <It's your dad. laughs> and, but Giles is just like, I don't see why we can't just stay here. No one's going to come here. And, and, and Stroll's wrong. Doesn't even knock. No. Giles, lock your door. Lock your door. We've talked about this <laughs> several times. And so, of course, Riley's just like, oh, my God, my He's all confused and happy. looking Hostel for it. 17. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? Uh-huh. And then Spike tries to do the whole, just a friend of Xander. Never yeah, mind. you know what? Fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> Never mind. And this is where comes our new segment. Yay. Spike moment. Dun, da, da, da. When he's just like, ah, fuck it, I'm I'm, I'm going to leave. But by the by, if you're trying to kill her, double thumbs up. He gives a two enthusiastic thumbs up. Too enthusiastic. He's so happy about it. And he just lets him leave. Just lets him leave. So, Riley, you're going to give Buffy all kinds of this shit. Mm-hmm. Read the riot act. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're harboring a fugitive and he's a demon and blah, blah, blah. That just, you just let, you him, just let him walk out. out. You don't have, again, let's talk about this initiative button that no one presses. <laughs> panic button. Initiative panic button. Right? You couldn't have been, bitch, I don't know why you are harboring a criminal and texting your friends right. to tell him to come get exactly. him. Exactly. Come get him. He's right here. Or don't you carry a walkie-talkie Hostel 17? Is it Giles' house? Come get him. Right. No, he's just the- like, mm, Buffy. I'm going to cry about this a little bit. I'm going to get all up in your face about it. And then Spike does... Okay, I don't understand the laws of vampirism and how he can just pull up the collar of his coat. Oh, that's right. It was daylight. It was daylight. He just pulls the coat up over his head and runs. How far are you going to run like that? Right, so... Where's the closest manhole that you're going to run into? Exactly. Did he, I mean, did he drive over to Giles' his car out front, maybe? I don't. And why wouldn't Riley be like, who's blacked out car is that? <laughs> is there a vampire here? Uh, this whole situation, everyone's doing everything wrong. They're just, it's, it's, it's a mess. I'm also wondering, like, and what are the, so I guess as long as their skin doesn't, mm-hmm. the sun doesn't touch their skin, that's. But his fingers are holding the coat. He's not wearing gloves. No. Okay. Flaws. So many continuity flaws in this episode. So, so many. So many. So Riley's just going on and on, and, and Xander takes this whole fucking opportunity to be like, basically, fuck you to Riley. Yeah. He's like, hold up, dude. Your boss tried to kill her. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't really see what happened. So Riley's still in this whole, you know, something has to be wrong. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. This is what, you know, I've been taught and trained other things, but you're telling me this, and, well, what did you do to... He's victim-blaming. Mm-hmm. A little bit. He is. And um, so, so obviously, some, he just can't wrap his brain around it. And Giles is just like, well, we've been told. He gets all like, did you see how? Well, we've been told that there have been some things happening that are not quite what they right. seem. Seem to be in the dark, sort of like mm-hmm. a mist. No, you got drunk with Ethan Rain, and Ethan Rain told you that there were some 314, and you chose to believe the Lord of Chaos. Which I'm still confused as to why that happened. <laughs> why did you even come to town? Why were you in town? I don't get it. So, oh, here's uh, Adam coming upon the boy after um, Xander's little meltdown. So, 
here's the thing. This little kid, Adam, meets the this little boy who's just playing by himself in the woods. In the woods. Not like his backyard woods. This is like back deep south woods. This is like fucking Grand Canyon or some shit. Because when they go find, like when Riley and Buffy end up with the police and they're picking up the body and stuff, like... This is mild. This isn't even Sunnydale anymore. Yeah, I don't where think. Where is this? Yeah, Sunnydale's all graveyards. Yeah, this is like out in the open somewhere mm-hmm. in the desert. So Adam just rolls up on this kid and he starts talking to him. He's like, "What am I?" And the kid's like, "Oh, hey, you're a monster, dude. Your parents taught you wrong. Wrong. What? Why? Don't Why? antagonize the Why? beast. Why? Why? When you, you looked up and saw a half, you should have been gone. Run. Should have been gone. Left everything. Mm-hmm. Just go." And then, you know, they have a conversation, sort of, kind of. And he's like, okay, I'm a monster. I thought that. What are you? Hey, I'm a boy. How do you work? I don't know. I just do. Hmm. Adam's like, interesting. Yes. <laughs> Twirl that mustache. And he gives the creepiest smile. Yeah. Like, oh, this boy dead. Yeah, this exactly. Gonna We're going to find out how you work. And then the little kid asks him. And this is like, the way that this was shot, it was like real, like pederast kind of mm-hmm. like way a little kid's like hey what's that for and the way it's shot like we're, we get like basically a crotch shot yeah. of Adam and then we see his hand and then that thing the skewer that comes out of his wrist and he's like what's that for and then Adam's like hey I don't know what's that for and then he gets that really mm-hmm. creepy fucking smile I'm like I'm so glad they didn't make it come out because mm-hmm. that would have been too much for me too I'm much like, alright all right, fine mm-hmm. fine let's still do this but yeah and we, we move on and we realize that this poor boy is not his story is not going to have an happy ending nope nope but we get a lovely moment of pensive, sad, Rudy Riley just wandering throughout town with his lower lip out. And for whatever reason, Dr. Angleman is coming to 314 and the lights are all off and he goes to turn the one. He slips in some blood that's no longer there in the next shot. It was all over his hands, but it's not on his coat. This disappearing blood. Continuity. Wrong. Wrong. Can't stand it. And Maggie's just face down, still dead. And he freaks the fuck out. At least she's been discovered. Yeah. Jeez. How long has it been? I guess maybe a day. Maybe a day. Not, not that long. Um, because Buffy's still talking, like telling everybody what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, now everybody wakes up in Xander's basement. And Ken Charles, I know you have fifty dollars to go get a fucking hotel room. Right. This is just awkward, and he wakes up a little bit cranky, bitchy. Because <laughs> the girls are watching cartoons. They're watching Wiley e. Coyote. Mm-hmm. And Buffy is, that would never happen. No. As Willow tells her. That's why it's a cartoon, Buffy. And just not, Giles cartoon, not a documentary. Yeah. And Giles just pissed. Speaking of continuity, good on you for remembering that he has that Mark of Igon tattoo and they actually show it to you right? when he goes to turn off the TV. Yes, because I did notice that. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll see you. And he's salty. About sleeping in a beach ball. Which basically is like a blow-up chair thing or whatever. Just, Giles, you could have gone to a hotel. Giles, you could have gone upstairs and probably slept on the couch. Probably. Or Xander's old bedroom. Yep. I'm sure that you would have given his dad like a bottle of booze and he would have been like, sure, have mm-hmm. a sleep here. That's fine. Now, the most important question that I have is, whose stuffed dog is that? <laughs> that Willow's holding. Did she bring that with I her? I think she did. Or is that in Sanders' basement? And I'm, that was. <laughs> I'm going to assume that Willow brought that with her. So she stopped at home when they're running for their lives <laughs> for a stuffed animal? Yeah. Hmm. Well, also, maybe a change of clothes, too. She packed a bag real quick, I guess. 
Because she's got pajamas on too, right? Yeah, they all have pajamas. Buffy has her yummy sushi pajamas on. Yes. Um, which this also kind of, there's a couple things here. Again, Anya, woman of truth and honesty. She's a breath of fresh air in these ridiculous situations. Um, why? They would have been better off going to Anya's apartment. Because mm-hmm. most people don't even know Anya exists. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where Anya lives. Nope. Third, why is Anya there? She probably was just keeping an eye on Xander. (laughs) Oh, Buffy's going to spend the night at your house? Not on my watch. Uh -uh. Not today, Satan. I'm going to be right here. (laughs) Now, I don't like the part where Xander comes downstairs with breakfast and he's like, turn on the TV now. Like, excuse me. (laughs) Tone. (laughs) Watch your tone. You are not. We're in your basement. Mm -hmm. Yes, but we're in your basement. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's just let's just relax. Um, so, yeah, they see the news and they was reporting on the, you know, this poor boy's body was found. Now, this was so important to tell them about, but he still had time to pick up the to finish making breakfast and bring it downstairs. <laughs> yes. Um, also. Anya. Suggests like they're Buffy's complaining about Riley and what's going on. Anya suggests. Yeah, okay, Buffy's problem is like, I just wanted a normal boyfriend. And I was like, hey, maybe you should just dump him. It's not too late for that. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, oh, it's too late. I still have uh, whatever. I'm at the he hurts, I hurt barf. Yeah. Barf. Well, there are several times in this episode that Riley gives really good opportunity for her to just go ahead and break. I'm just like yelling at every point, like, break up with him now. Mm-hmm. How about now? Mm-hmm. Do it now. But Anya's whole point is that Buffy needs to find herself like an ordinary guy, like Xander. But you can't have Xander. But not Xander. (laughs) And she's insistent upon. And Buffy has this look on her face like, I don't want. (laughs) We're good. I think it comes up three times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I told you, not Xander. I don't want Xander. So after Buffy sees what happened to the little boy, she, you know, makes this rousing speech about how she's going to hurt adam and yada 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 and this is what i like to call the yummy sushi pj speech because Mm -hmm. she makes it a point to be like you know that probably would have been a little bit more terrifying if i wasn't wearing my yummy sushi pajamas and everybody agrees they're like Uh, yeah yeah yeah, you're right you're right because they all just kind of look at her like look at her pajamas and now we get a scene that i'm very uncomfortable with Mm mm-hmm you know, Forrest is meets up with Riley, who's still all. <laughs> what does it all mean? And Forrest is all like, "Oh, I see you and Buffy got past the shy stage." And really, is that the emotion that's playing on my right. face right now? Does he look like a man who's just been laid? Right. I mean, come on. <laughs> he looks really distraught. Yeah. And he's like, "No, nah, man. Like, Professor Walsh tried to have Buffy killed last night." And immediately, Forrest is just like, "Well." If if she tried to kill her, maybe Buffy needed killing. I hate her. <laughs> Don't you tell me how you really feel? Because weren't you rooting for me in the beginning? Like weren't right? Uh, like, yeah, it was like, oh yeah, you know. Finally, you under you know that you like Buffy. Everybody knows you like Buffy. Now this is weird. I think Forrest might be might have a thing for Riley, and he's just jealous. You know, he made Buffy his number two that one time, and Forrest never got over it. He's just. He got Buffy hate. It's a girl. He put a girl in charge over me. Forrest, you suck. So then, (laughs) emotional powerhouse Graham comes in. (laughs) (laughs) 
and he's just got this look on his face and they're all like what the fuck do you want well what's funny is like Forrest is, <laughs> Forrest is like not now Grant and then Riley's like what do you want Grant <laughs> he's like oh, Professor Walsh is dead <laughs> so they run downstairs and they see you know Professor Walsh laying there and Forrest is just like Looks like a steak, doesn't it? Why would Buffy steak a human? How would she have gotten in there and gotten out? <laughs> what? In the back, too. Like, Forrest, you're so dumb. That doesn't even look like a steak. No. That makes no damn sense whatsoever. And Riley puts it, he's like, you better watch what you're saying. Watch tone. And Forrest and is like, oh, what? And there's just a bunch of square off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Riley's feeling all whatever. You can tell these boys are starting to get really, really like anxious and yeah, agitated. Things are and going it's, crazy. It's weird, except for Grant. <laughs> yeah, Graham. Graham. <laughs> He's so milk toast. We don't even care. <laughs> and what's funny is like He's just like I know. So then when Forrest and Riley are going at it, Daddy, exactly. They like they do a quick shot to Grant pouting. <laughs> I hate it when mommy and daddy fight. <laughs> So then, of course, you know, Engelman is like, come on, boys, we're family. We've got to figure out what happened. You can't fight amongst yourselves. Apparently, he's got strong orders from Washington. So just throw that in there so we know that it's Washington. That's where they get their orders from. The government. The government. And Riley, you know, whips all the boys together and we're going to find out what did this and we're going to see and we're going to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. And so Forrest and Graham go to Spike's crypt and. You know, they take the lid off the sarcophagus and they don't see anything. And Graham has gone full on demon hate mode. Fuck these guys. And they, what do you think is mm-hmm. living? Someone's living here. Is it a homeless guy? A demon squatter? And then he smashes. Does he smash his he TV? He smashes his TV. Rude. Where is Spike running that electrical cord to? Pretty far, I guess. That extension I, cord is going all mm-hmm. the way through the graveyard, I yep. assume. <laughs> I have no idea where it's plugged in or who's paying that. <laughs> And no message somebody that comes uh-huh. outside their house one day. Hey, yep. it's just a random. Who's where does this five hundred foot d- bright? Don't follow it. Don't follow corner. it. And here we find that Spike is underneath the dead body, and continuity again. He raises up into his whole bright ass <laughs> grip, full of sunlight. It's bright as fuck in there. Yet not even look. Look how bright it is. So bright. So yeah, there's just it's bright. It's it doesn't like make any sense to me. Like I, bright. yeah, I need to know exactly like how much sunshine is too much sunshine mm-hmm. for a vampire. Yeah. Then comes the weirdest print mistake. Maybe this isn't a continuity error. This is a print mistake. I don't know what happened here, but Buffy's looking out over the vast canyon where they found the boy. Mm. And she sees Riley and they come to talk and all of a sudden it's like a little vignette. vignette. Yeah. Like the whole screen is fucked for a second. Yeah. Like someone's watching them through a scope almost, but that's not what happens. It's just a mistake. It's weird. It's really weird. It's really weird. And, you know, they start to, I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Well, he's basically, well, like Buffy comes up and she starts to apologize and everything. And Riley's got an attitude. Mm-hmm. And he tells her that Walsh was found dead. Does that make you happy now? It's just like, who? <laughs> Slowly roll. Break up number one. Exactly. Break up with him now. Mm-hmm. Pump your brakes, son. He's like being really bitchy right now. He's got an attitude and I don't like it. 
the thing I don't understand about their relationship is after all of this happens, because buckle up, kids, because this is not the worst thing he's going to say to her in this episode. No. This shit's coming from somewhere. <laughs> so. And we're not going to blame the government chemicals no. and drugs no. on it. This no. is coming from somewhere. This is coming from Iowa, wherever the fuck he's from. Mm-hmm. This is where it's coming from. So you guys need to sit down and talk, because I think he hates you. A little bit. I really think he hates you. He's got this deep-seated mm-hmm. just... And spoiler alert, because we all know where this goes. He hates you. Yes. <laughs> he hates you, which in turn makes him hate himself. Yes. This is a toxic relationship. Oh, there it goes. It did it again. It's just a bad... I don't know what's going on. Uh, Yeah, it's toxic. Um, Yeah, Buffy, queen of toxic relationships. Spike Spike was on to something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let it be said. Let the words be spoken. Spike, again... Always right. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we, after all this goes on, I think, I don't know, they decide to, I don't know if they're working together or whatever. whatever. Willow goes to visit Tara. Why is she so creepy? <laughs> <laughs> so what I don't like about this scene is that they're hitting the word spells really hard. Mm-hmm. We get what you're saying. We get it. What you're what you're not saying. Like mm-hmm. spell means spell, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, mean, doesn't spell. mean spell. And it's just like it's like, oh, I, you know, really had a lot of fun with you last night doing the spells. And it's like it's literally like it's hit really hard. Oh, I hope you don't think I just come over here to do the spells, but I kind of want to come over and do a spell. <laughs> and, <I> just... <laughs> and then she's like, oh, no, wait, you really want to actually do a spell. <laughs> and then, you know, Tara starts to undress. Oh. And then like, yeah. no. no, 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 no. I really need to do a spell. It's, it's this whole spell. So I think it's okay. a demon locator spell. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll get back to them. We'll get back to them later. Now we get the return of Willie. Oh yes, I love Willie. Willie, he's so disgustingly gross. He is. But how did they take a character who was so pervy, trying to take pictures of Kendra right? and Buffy, tasteful nudes, I believe, as he yes. put it. But then they made him adorable, right? And you actually like i was so happy to see him i'm like it's willie i think it could just we just had so much time apart from mm-hmm. him because we haven't seen him since season three when he got beat up right and almost died yeah he, those uh lady demons right beat the shit out of him yeah so i think it's the last time we saw him so yeah i guess you know out of sight out of mind i was like oh yeah it's mm-hmm. old friendly willie willie and he's cleaned up his place he's got a deep fryer for chicken fingers he's also he's super stoked about it mm-hmm and he looks like he got some new tunes on the jukebox mm-hmm. um, because we have our song of the week. Yeah, which is just Lou Reed. <laughs> it's not a bad song. <laughs> <laughs> but when I first saw it, when I was looking up songs, I was like, oh, yeah, that song from either Can't Hardly Wait or uh, Empire Records. No, I was thinking of Dire Straits, Romeo right. and Juliet, not which Romeo. is a far superior song. It is. <laughs> it is. Yes. Uh, this is Romeo Had Juliet, uh-huh. I believe, Yeah, and- which I just realized today. That that was the title. Mm-hmm. I just yeah had Juliet. <laughs> it's it's a decent song. That's not bad. It's but they fine. also I'm assuming later on when we come back to Willie's he's playing Sinatra. I think so too. Yeah. But I don't know what song that is. Um, so she's he's <laughs> I love I love Willie. Yes, you know he's like I can't just out and out tell you info. I need you to hit me. Make it look good. Yeah. <laughs> Make it look like I had to fight. You know. Yeah. I had to. I put up the, a fight. Yeah. Or, you know, I had to, like, that. You tortured me into telling you the information. It wasn't just like, I just can't be like, blah. Yeah. I had all this info. So she, you know. He's like, ow. And she's like, I haven't hit you yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then she doesn't hold back. She does full on punch him yes. in the face. He gives us some info. Then Riley stumbles his ass in there. 
he's such an asshole in this scene. But you can he tell. He puts hands on Buffy. He does. But you can tell something is not quite right with him because he's getting increasingly sweaty every he, time she sees like him. He's like all strung out. Yeah, shit. he's looking real bad. Shaking. Mm-hmm. And then Buffy realizes, hey, you're shaking. And, but that's like he goes postal. But he immediately is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. You're supposed to be hunting these things and you're having a drink with them. Does it look like that's what she's doing? Right. Was Does she, she look like? Was she kicking it? No. <laughs> she was leaned over that bar getting information. And then he puts hands on Buffy. He's like, I'm serious. Really? You know she'll murder you, right? Like, you know she's so, way stronger than you. So lucky that he walked out of that lab mm. because she could have just ripped his damn head off. And then this poor woman. I don't know if she is a demon or if she's not, but she's scared shitless. Right. Because Riley's pointing a gun at her. And his whole thing is, I don't know what's up and what's down anymore. I don't know if I shoot you. Am I going to have a corpse on my hands or a pissed off vampire? While we find out. No, 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 no. No, hey. Oh, no, hey, buddy. How about um, I just leave you to your meltdown? Right. And I'll just go. Now, Buffy, seriously, he's not like he's he's all jacked up. But I'm still pretty sure you could have gotten that gun off of him and put him down. Yeah. Because he was putting all those exactly people i don't know the air beans. quote people the was, thing yes the beans. All the beans in, in the danger. situation yes and, and he, of course willie's like no whoa hey dude calm down i'll put some chicken fingers on we'll be cool it's fine <laughs> and it's not fine no and he kind of flips out and that lady ran good as soon her. as he like <laughs> ditched the thought of shooting her she ran good on her so buffy takes him back to i guess xander's basement again I think it's his apartment. Is it his, his, it's dorm his room? room? Yeah. And for wait, whatever, no, it doesn't really look like his dorm. Room. No, I think it's Xander's basement because she leaves him there. Really? And Does he passes look, out. It right? Really nice. It did look kind of nice. <laughs> like there was a lamp. Maybe there, and yeah. there's clocks and a phone. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where they are. But I know he ends up in Xander's basement at some point. Right. Yeah. But, you know, she's like, you're sick. Here, have my scarf. I'm going to wrap it around your hand. Because for whatever reason, you are scratching your hand raw. I don't know why that's a tick. I don't know. He's going through withdrawal. (coughs) I guess he doesn't know this. But I'm a little concerned about how, excuse me, this just, like, points out to me that we have seen Buffy have this, like, real gentle compassion for Angel. Mm -hmm. Riley. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe even Spike later on down the line. Mm -hmm. We'll, We'll get there. But I don't recall her giving the same compassion to, like, anyone else, Mm -hmm. really. Willow. Mm -mm. Like, when she goes through her Mm -mm. thing. Like, the whole, like, letting (laughs) it, like, lay your head on her lap and, like, real, real solid comforting. Like, anytime she was, quote, comforting Willow from her problems, it looked like she was waiting to move on to the next thing. And judging her. Right. She's sort of nice about it in the later seasons. Like she goes around taking and get her, getting rid of all of the things that might yeah. tempt her. But that's not comfort. No, that's just getting controlling. Rid of, mm-hmm. That's controlling the situation. She's bad friend. She is. We've said it before. We'll say it again. She's a bad friend. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah. So she. I don't know why she like put her finger on it? Like she closed his eye. Why? What are you doing? That's a weird thing to do. Just break up with him. And he's all like, who oh, no, knows who's good? Am I the bad guy? Am I the... Just go to sleep. He's having an existential crisis right now, which... Oh, it is Sanders, because she comes out of the curtains. She okay. makes him lay down. That was Sanders' bed, but oh. they have all those blankets up oh, around it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's why it looked like there was, like, mm-hmm. wallpaper. Like, yeah. painted walls or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, it's just... 
Riley, this this breakdown of his, I mean, I guess it's just a military thing. How long has he exactly been in the military? I don't know. Probably since ROTC in high school. Probably. But how long has he been off these meds? Yeah. Like, I understand this whole withdrawal from the meds and all that, but his, his whole, like, mental crisis that he's having about, I don't know what to believe anymore. Like, he really put your all yourself into initiative like that? I guess they do. That's... <sighs> That's the military mentality. So Willow and Tara. Do we have to? They're doing a demon locator spell, I guess. I'm not even sure that Willow knows exactly what kind of demon she's looking for. Mm-hmm. So I oh, don't... wait, there's the moment with Xander and Anya before they go back to Willow and Tara where Buffy has said they need to go to the initiative and find out what oh. the hell is wrong with him. <laughs> and she wants to take Xander because he has all the military knowledge. Right. And Anya flips the fuck out. <laughs> like, I hey. told you no. <laughs> When I said, you, I meant you can't have Xander, I also meant don't traipse him off to his death. Don't take him off to his death and like this. And he's like, but I, this, I can help. I, Not and now. she's like, can't you Xerox some stuff? Can't you help like that? Why do you have to go put yourself in danger? I love it. I love Anya. Word, yes. Zanya's- then we get boring Tara. But she becomes interesting. This, yes, Tara. this is our most interesting mm-hmm. aspect of Tara at this moment. This is like the most interesting thing that she's done mm-hmm. to this point. Um, so they're doing this. They try to do the spell, and I guess you're supposed to blow this dirt or whatever at the same time. And it's like crystals and squares, and you're supposed to locate a demon, which you know it doesn't make any sense because she doesn't know what kind of demon she's looking for. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a bajillion demons in this square that represents Sunnydale. So she does the words, and I forget what goddess she's praying Vespia. to. Vespia. Thank you. And. Um, they're supposed to blow the thing and, you know, Willow's eyes are closed and she blows her dirt and glitter or whatever. And then uh, Tara goes through the motions and she mm-hmm. puts the dirt under, hides it underneath her bed. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. Why would you do that? What, what is going on? What are you afraid of? What's happening? Hmm. Hmm. And we don't find out until season five. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, now that we, really goes on. Yeah. Now we know mm-hmm. specifically what the mm-hmm. prop, but. We don't find out until the episode with Amy Adams called Family. Right. Why so, she did that. This is such, that's such a long time because this is episode 14 mm-hmm. of season four. <laughs> good time. For just to like drop that little mm-hmm. thing. And are there other things that happen after this? I don't remember. I don't think so. All right. We're going to keep it. it's just a hanging nugget that we're like, what? Now just now begins Terra Watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 2018. 2018. Yeah. Why did Tara do that? <laughs> Hopefully there's like a couple other things that will drop drop along there. So, okay. So we don't know. Will is kind of bummed because the spell didn't work. She doesn't know why. What did <laughs> or <happen>? not. <laughs> <laughs> she is legitimately concerned. She's just like, I'm good at magic. That's right. the like attitude right. she has. What? <laughs> I'm good at magic. She's good at magic. Why didn't this work? This is weird. And Tara's just like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You want to go get some some chicken nuggets and willies? <laughs> um, Buffy and Xander are going to the initiative. and Xander's the worst at undercover ever. And he's stupid. Buffy steps in front of the giant There's mirror. no excuse. This There's joke, no excuse for this. This joke is like old as fuck. And it's childish. In, in real life. Yes. In itself. To Xander. Pick up a book. Just There's, because you didn't go to college doesn't right. mean you can't. He doesn't have to be this what? dumb. You're not this dumb. So Buffy's waiting for the retinal scan and tells Xander. He's like, ew. Yeah. I don't want to be here. Because he that. tries to step in and get in it. And she pushes him out of the way. And I can't believe he I don't want to be here for that. She's like, retinal. retinal. Which she had a similar at the beginning of the season 
making a comment about art. Remember, um, they were looking up something when Sunday, mm. um, and he says something about the restoration or oh, something. Yeah, and she makes yeah. up, and he's like, "No, not yeah," because she's like, "Oh, you mean the part where they like." <laughs> bang together and make pots or something yes and, and he's yes. just like no no. <laughs> no so they both are dumb <laughs> dumb as fuck but they're going into the initiative to try and feel i don't even know why they're going you're you're just gonna find some files laying around sure that's what's happening they were going to find quote unquote find answers so they get in there and xander sees everything and this makes a comment which i don't fucking understand he's like wow i totally get it now can i have sex with riley too gross once we're done here xander we're gonna have to have a sit down Mm -hmm. i don't like it i don't like that comment i don't like the indication right the implications of that comment there's there's so many things wrong with that that (sighs) comment i don't understand why 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 Mm -hmm. why and he does that stupid thing where they're about to be caught but like there are two soldiers walking up the steps and he tries to he's like make out with me and she's like what get the fuck off of me (laughs) and he's like you know in the movies when they're about to be caught the guy and girl have to make out and she's like what sense does that make I am a doctor and you are, they do not do that here. Right. That would draw much more suspicion. Mm -hmm. And he's speaking rather loudly. Yes. (laughs) About the fact that they're not supposed to be there. Not to mention the fact that his soldier outfit looks so Halloween. It does. Like, is that vest plastic? And it's faded too. Like, you do not use color brighteners in your laundry, Xander. And how often are you wearing it that it's so faded? Seriously. So he's just like pulling it out all the time. Just like always, always washing it. Isn't Riley in full camo too? Like you couldn't have just stripped Riley? Yeah. I mean, it would have been a little baggy, but. Yeah. It's just, yeah. They, they, and she could have at least like put a wig on. Mm-hmm. Cause I Where'd mean, she get those glasses? They're cute. I don't know. And they're but, cute on her. Yeah. But she's like, it's, they're not. Like, she takes real care, like, later when she takes them off, mm-hmm. she, like, sets them down somewhere. Mm-hmm. She doesn't just drop them somewhere. Like, they're actually her glasses. Right. Because she does say that she, or, well, no, she said it was a dream the one time. She had, like, a dream of her study yes. with her glasses on her book, <laughs> you know. So they overhear Engelman talking to another doctor who is mentioning the fact that the boys are off their meds and they all, they've gotten most of them in, but they haven't found Finn. Right. Dun, dun, dun. So now we know that the soldiers have been getting fed unbeknownst to them mm-hmm. drugs mm-hmm. performance enhancing drugs yep to make them stronger not smarter just, just stronger, stronger and more compliant i guess so then here comes our baby into willies he's a little bored he's mad about his tv getting broke he just wants a you know shot of oneg yeah, that's all he wants and he's complaining about the soldier boys and he gets a tap on the shoulder and he gets knocked the fuck out what and we're like hey who did that? Who did that? Why you do that, Spike? Why you doing, Spike? Yeah, and we'll come back to that. We'll we don't right away, but we'll get back to it. But this, it leaves some question marks. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it, we come back to the initiative, mm-hmm. and then it turns out that you know we find out that it Buffy was, snatches up Engelman real quick. Yeah, and it wasn't the initiative that wanted Buffy dead. It was just Walsh. Yeah, apparently Walsh had something against Buffy personally. She had sex with Riley, and Walsh had to watch. Or Walsh chose, chose to watch. To watch. Or she went blind because she just didn't. <laughs> she didn't look all there. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Buffy does a whole intimidating thing, and this is what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You need to tell me what's up and how do I fix this and whatever. What's three fourteen? And 
and he doesn't really have any too many clear answers for her. He no, know it's classified. And then Riley comes in and says that the cameras went down about ten minutes ago. Which okay, did you do that? Did <laughs> that uh, Adam did it. Oh, okay. So he's just reporting. He just doesn't know that that's what's going on. Okay. So he's like, he could, Riley comes in right on that three fourteen question, and. You know, he's all like, shut up. You don't know what goes on here. And Engelman's like, okay, so, you know, <laughs> so there is this, you know, so Maggie kind of did the shut up. You're talking about her like she's a monster. Well, she kind of introducing mm-hmm. <laughs> a monster. And yeah, Buff, uh, Riley is, is getting a little more handsy with Buffy again. Yeah. She still hasn't broken up with him. He looks dead now. Like he looks yeah. even worse than he did before. He looks he's all sunk. His eyes are sunken in he's and like dark and yeah. pale. And, uh, yeah, so Adam rolls in. He's threatening Buffy, too. He's like, what did you do, Buffy? Just tell me what you did. And she's like, I didn't do shit to you. There was, so we have to find out what was in 314. Mm-hmm. That's what we got. What was in 314? He's still not wanting to believe it. Yep. And in comes a dead body. <laughs> and they look up. And Adam's just like, me. Hi. I was in 314. <laughs> hey, guys. How are you? My name's Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and he says he was a biomanet, a bioengineered mechanic. Something, something doesn't Anna, spell Anna, Adam. Anna, Anna, right. <laughs> Whatever it was. Whatever it was, it does not spell I, I Adam. I wound it like three times. I was like, nope. No, those nope. things do not spell Adam. <laughs> I don't know where Adam comes from. Nope. Nope. But okay. Maybe because he's the first of his kind. Probably. I'm going to assume that. Whatever. She called me Adam. I called her mother. Ew. <laughs> Ew. And Riley's just like, stop. So he's he's looking for all the knowledge. He wants all the things. Mm -hmm. He needs to know everything. How do I work? Why am I here? What's going on? Who are you? What is this for? Yada, yada, yada. Uh, He found Walsh's journals. He found her zip disks, apparently. That's why I'm just like. Which he's got a zip disk in his tit. I don't know why. What's the purpose of that? Just to, uh, I guess, instantly upload information. that's Right there. I mean, why not his brain? Right. He couldn't have put it in his arm. Why is it in your boob, man? And he's just like, I am. Hold on, I'll go back. Because <laughs> it's a lot. He says that he's half man, half machine. Mm. But I want to get to the part where he actually says where he is. There it half is. Half demon. A biochemical. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? Biochemical. Biochemical. I'm a kinetic. Nope. Chematically redundant, biomechanical, something or other. Chematically redundant. What does that even mean? Chematically redundant, biochemical demonoid designed by Maggie Walsh. Chematically redundant. I don't know what that means. That means like what? Like you, like you keep getting chemical, the same chemicals over and over again? I don't know. They made shit up. Just words, words, whatever. Nobody's going to give a Mm -hmm. fuck about this. So then I started feeling bad. I got distracted. By George Hertzberg's costume and trying to figure out the one side of his face is what he actually looks like. Mm-hmm. The little bit of man you can see, that's what George actually looks right. like. We met him at a con. He's tall, skinny, bird-like. Mm. The other half is latex. And I think he wears an entire latex shirt. Yeah. So I think his whole like. outer Adam shell is all... It has to be like a latex suit. It cannot be ma- uh, makeup. No. Because there's layers upon layers upon layers. And yeah, and I see stuff sometimes it looks and... like it's like flapping mm-hmm. around. Like sometimes it doesn't look like mm-hmm. all the way, like applied properly. And it gathers that his neck sometimes. Yeah. And it just. <laughs> his, this, this, his makeup is, is, it's uncomfortable at times mm-hmm. to watch. So then he just keeps telling them that he's all these things and what Maggie was, you know, there was stuff that Maggie had in 
mind and you know Finn, Riley's just like stop it you're talking about her like blah 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 she's a don't and Riley's like or Xander's like dude right so he's like shut the fuck up Adam's Adam says something about calling her mother and then Riley's like she wasn't your mother and she didn't love you <laughs> and Xander's like that's really your issue right <laughs> it's now? like dude seriously <laughs> Don't make the giant beast mad. Why are you fucking with it? Stop talking. Stop talking now. And I think he calls him Riley. And Adam's like, hmm, Riley oh, Finn. I got one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, hey, stop it. Those files are. <laughs> what did you think he was going to tell us? Right. What is in there? Are there some psychological stuff? That I, didn't know about? Was it, was there, I mean, was, were you doing like confessionals right. at some point? And he's like, oh, Riley Finn, mother created you too. And he immediately, Riley immediately looks at Buffy. She was not my mother. I had a mother. I have a mother. I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. <laughs> and did you notice the entire time, Buffy's just standing there like, mm. <laughs> this is really awkward. <laughs> I would really love to break up with you right mm-hmm. now, but. And everything that came out of Adam's mouth, Buffy was just like, oh, I feel bad about this. <laughs> This is uncomfortable. Is this a can of worms that I perhaps opened? Mm -hmm. And then shit goes bad. And of course, you know, I think Riley's the cause of it all. He's just like, shut up. (laughs) Stop talking. Stop talking. And Adam is like, hey, you and I were her favorites. Mm -hmm. And uh, guess what? Riley's like, oh, I'll I'll kill you. And Adam's like, no, you won't. You're not programmed to do so. Oh, you're not programmed to do so. Yes. And again, Buffy's like, hmm. Hmm." (laughs) And that's when I'm like, Xander, please go hide under a table somewhere. Mm. Please don't step up to Adam. Please don't. St- and it does look like he tries to run away. And then Buffy gets knocked down and he's running over to Buffy to help Buffy. Right. And he gets tossed across the room. I'm like, Xander, stop putting yourself in danger. Stop this is what Anya was talking about. <laughs> you were not equipped for any of yeah, this. Yeah, basically your part was done. Like mm-hmm. you were just kind of supposed to get her in yeah. there. And if anybody asked that, like yep. if you needed some sort of military knowledge, you could have left. And this is where my believability meter has to kick in because you've got a skewer in your arm, man. Why are you fisticuffing with these people? Right. Just start poking bitches. Right. And then he does. <laughs> he he gets Engelman. He gets Riley in the side. Right. And then he gets Engelman in the back. Who was trying to, he, he was, he was running. He's like, mm-hmm. not today. Nope. Oh, today. I'm just a scientist. <laughs> I didn't want any of this. And so he kills him. And then he does take off and he escapes through the ceiling that he came in and, and Riley's on the ground and he's all hurt and Buffy's all, Oh, where was me? I'm so sad. And the soldiers bust in. And of course, right away, they're like not listening to Buffy at all. No. She's like, you, you know, Xander's like, you got a demon on the loose. It just got out of the ceiling. Like, no, and, no, no, it didn't. <laughs> you did this. Yeah. And of course, Riley's like <clears throat> dying, but they're telling the truth. <laughs> Go now. Just go look for it. And then they want to take Riley to a hospital. She's like, we have to get him to a hospital. And they're like, we got it. We'll take care of it. She's like, no, I'm coming with you. No, no, you're not. Guns. Yes, they draw guns on her. Big guns. I don't think that was necessary. It was not. (laughs) And all the while, how about you speak up and tell your soldiers you want your girlfriend to come to the hospital with you? Right. Instead, he's just like, Buffy. <laughs> I see where you learned that. Okay. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. So they take Riley, they swoop Riley up and they take him to their doctors. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buffy's like all bummed that yep. she didn't go with him. And she let them take him. Oh, mm-hmm. I was like, what could you do? 
what could you do? They were pointing multiple large guns, one of which I'm pretty sure was a like a grenade launcher. Yeah. Because it had a big fat barrel on it. Forrest would have happily given the order to get you have you murdered right then and there. It was She's like he's like, We take care of our own. Oh fuck fuck you, man. Like, yeah. It's like you and me, we're gonna have a moment. We're gonna have a moment. So then we finally find out why our baby's being beat up in what the alley. Happened to Spike? He got jumped. For a good reason. Yes. So we know now that because of the initiative, Spike has a chip in his brain. Mm-hmm. And this chip, he cannot cause violence to, to humans. humans. Right. But he's recently discovered that he can kill demons. Mm-hmm. So when and you're he's all for it. He's all for it. He's fine with it because he just gets to kill things. Right. He's not thinking, hmm, demons might not like that. Right. So your favorite pastime is killing demons. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go get a shot at a demon, at a demon bar. bar. Didn't think it all the way through, Didn't buddy. think it through. Now, so technically, I'm... they should have killed him. Yeah, because, like, really. He's going to heal, and he's just going to keep killing demons. Right, and that's now all you've he can pissed do. him off. Yeah, now you've given him a reason to kill demons. But they did. They beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And I'm sure he probably killed them. Probably. Because that's what he does. Exactly. And then we get a nice little cute little shot of Willow and Buffy wandering across the campus talking about Riley and will he be fine and failing the Bechdel test pretty <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> and then we get a final shot of Riley all sweaty and healing in the hospital and he's got Buffy's scar yes, tied around. There was head. a whole he he's lost every everything he believes in has been taken away from him. He doesn't have anything to hold on mm-hmm. to. Except for Buffy's handkerchief. Which is a word I cannot spell. Handkerchief. I tried several times. And Google was, and Google like, was nope. not telling me what it, it kept trying to Still wrong. just change it to something. <laughs> Handyman? And no. I was like, let's go with scarf. Because <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's a word, right? Handkerchief is a word. How do you spell Is it handkerchief? Handkerchief? Hand- I, I don't care anymore. I think it's handkerchief. Yeah, it wouldn't let me spell it. All right, Google. But that's Whatever. it, folks. That is goodbye, Iowa. I guess the metaphor there is goodbye to everything that you were. Yeah, Mr. I guess Finn. so. Yeah. You corn-fed Iowa boy, goodbye to the life you've known. Which I always wish and, and think that goodbye, Iowa is the one where he leaves. I mean, that makes the most sense to me. I wish it was. It's not. So, um. No, you've still got a half a season and half a season on top of that. You got a lot of Riley left. Ugh. <sighs> So we've got three bodies that dropped this episode. All by Adam. Thanks, Adam. Adam. went on a murder spree. <laughs> the little boy, a soldier, and Dr. Angleman. Uh-huh. Um, this sort of kind of maybe passed the Bechdel, Bechdel test a little bit by like a hair. Just Willow and Tara. That's the only thing Talking that Talking about would their th- spales. Yes. <laughs> and it almost feels like that was just for that purpose just to uh-huh. pass the Bechdel test because every and sadly every other conversation that the women had in this were about was about another man mm-hmm. Xander Mostly and uh, or Anya and Buffy yeah, talk and about Riley. Xander Xander and Riley mm-hmm. Xander and Riley yep um yeah it's kind of sad you had like a Buffy's missing scarf situation like a random trivia it's on his hand and then it's on her head and then it's on her hand on his hand again really mm-hmm. all in one scene good lord mm-hmm that was our Buffy Wiki random trivia this gotcha. week. The moral of this story is um, ask some damn questions. Don't mm-hmm. work for a secret government agency that puts mess in your food without your knowledge. I mean, 
Just ask questions mm-hmm. about things. It's okay. Because Riley's been up until this point. He's like, I don't know. I don't ask questions. Yep. I just do what I'm told. Ba-da-da-da. Well, look now, buddy. Because we're gotcha. Where that gotcha. Dumb, dumb. So let us know what you thought of Goodbye, Iowa. You can uh, do that via voicemail message at 412-385-7250. Or you can just email an MP3 file less than two minutes to revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. Please do that because... Mm-hmm. We want to know what you guys' thoughts are. Mm-hmm. Or not even just about Goodbye Iowa, any episode that we've any. done up until this point. That would be great. Uh, you can also, as we said, like us on Facebook, Revisiting Sunnydale. You can follow us on Twitter at the under, nope, mm-hmm. at Back to Sunnydale. <laughs> uh, you can listen to um, <coughs> listen to our psych podcast, Psych Babblecast. You can listen to us talk about American Horror Story Cult for a couple more episodes. It's mm-hmm. on uh, TV Ate My Brain. You can uh, read Marcella's blog. Hello, Marcella. <laughs> yeah, she's got plenty of reviews and just pop culture goodiness and nerd stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Thanks. And we have something new now. We have a tiny URL. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thanks mm-hmm. for that reminder. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I did with it. Mm-hmm. So it's just tinyurl.com backslash. Visiting Sunnydale. There we go. So Simple, the- easy, peasy. Yeah, check out our website. Mm-hmm. There's um, there's going to be more content other than just episode, just, other than just our podcast on there. We got some good stuff coming up for yeah, you guys. We're excited. So next week's episode is about this is this year's girl. Talk about good stuff coming up. Yeah, we have a triple block of episodes coming up, Yay. and I say triple block because two of them are kind of like a to be continued. Yeah, it's a double pack of faith, mm-hmm. and then superstar. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Levinson's coming to town. <laughs> so good. And it's glorious. <laughs> so good. It is glorious. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as we said, you can, and you can follow me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. And me, Marcel, at mspear7338. All right. Until next time, and we will try not to stay away too long. Thanks for listening. Bye. Sure. Arg. <laughs>